I'm Vic Singh, and you're listening to Pada Bing, a podcast that breaks down every episode of The Sopranos one at a time. If you'd like to participate in our new trivia series, DM at Pada Bing on Instagram. Finally, please remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get shows. And if you like what we're doing, please spread the word. If you'd like a pictorial and caption companion to the podcast, follow at Potabang on Instagram. And as always, thank you for listening and being part of this journey. Coming up is my conversation with Vitaly Baganov. Vitaly played Valerie, the Russian, the Green Beret, or something like that, who killed 16 Chechen rebels single-handed. Vitaly called in from the city to share his soprano story and more. It was a lot of fun to talk to the man behind the myth. So here it is, my fun chat with Vitaly Baganov. Vitaly, thank you for doing the podcast. So how did The Sopranos happen for you? Well, as you know, uh, we cannot book ourselves actors. They can especially live in Hollywood. Mm. I was kind of introduced to the audition I was season before um, season two which I read in, in Sopranos uh, and I've been booked for one role Sopranos it was like 2000 I believe okay and I couldn't play that day because I was booked for the law and order simultaneously you know two productions HBO and whatever law and order is NBC yeah. Uh, and I was really kind of unhappy. Because, you know, Sopranos, really interesting, blah, blah, blah. And, um, okay, the year passed. And uh, somehow my manager called me and said, can you want to work and want to see me? Like... And I, I forgot, she called me a day before was Saturday or something, but she wants to see me. Or she kind of introduced me for the first time I was booked. What did they have for the second time? What happened? For the second time, I was trying to audition for the role. Uh, one young actor was trained by me for this role about two weeks before something. And I knew this role was like for 21 years old. Definitely, not me. And I was okay, that's a waste of time. Audition for this role really kind of doesn't make any sense. If I'm double aged, yeah. not really one. Right. So, but there is no, she wants to see you, she wants to see you. Um, you're going to go now, like something like that. Now? You're fine. And I, <laughs> I went where the production office was, you know, in Queens, and I auditioned for that at all. Actually, I was reading lines. And the thing is, whatever I was reading in the future was cut out of the movie, never been shot. That was from the episode Save Us All from Satan Power. Yeah. Which I had much bigger role in the beginning. And what happened, they kind of were running out of money. I've heard about that. And they cut a couple of roles, but they left me. But with only one scene. But before was a big, big scene. Very funny. 
Um, <laughs> so, anyway, I read in those lines, was a full pack there, Gary Chase and uh, producers and uh, a lot of lights. I knew I'm not going to get it. So I was easily reading them, endangering, gone. You knew you were going to get it, you said? Yeah, because it's not for me, that's what I'm telling you. Oh, you but didn't... There's a Got it. Twist of the destiny. You never know. Yeah. A famous phrase, you never know. Right. And in that case, I was going uh, to take speech classes in HB Studio. I was kind of late. I took the subway from Queens to West 12th Street. And when I got out the subway, the phone lines, I said, you're reading tomorrow. Said, what? And the production called me, not my manager. They didn't tell her yet because they asked me. And I said, well, I can't come because I already signed for spending for another movie for tomorrow. They <laughs> said, okay. If you can't come, come when you can. So I came like two days after. Hmm. That's the, the shortest I can make the story about that. How many days did it take before you found out that they had cast you? as the role of Valerie? It took about an hour. And they, I believe, was only one person that had changed. I got kind of information later for them. That, that his was personal decision. That was his well, personal decision. Already, already on hold for this role, and that he chose between two of them, but he remembers me from the previous booking, which I couldn't play. Got it. And uh, somehow, he chose me, that's it. That's a nice thing. Um, what do you What do you think happened to Valerie? Do you have any thoughts on his outcome? Well, I cannot even guess about that. All I can tell you, there was two attempts to bring me back. I believe fourth season and seventh season. I've been called and said I'm on hold because. But I received no lines, I received no script. I've been just on hold. Okay. So what was in those scripts? I have no idea. But they kept it open. They kept it open, but you never got any word one way or the other. You know, after the uh, season third was wrapped. Yeah. Uh, and where the party at Hilton... Um, after we watched this movies and uh, radio scenes, you know, traditional clothes in the season. And the cast was in Hilton, New York. And uh, the last minute I've been leaving the party, simple, very simple party, not like big Hollywood party. People were sitting there and talking. Um, you know, the, this particular episode was written by Terry Winter. Yeah. So, I met Paul Winter there, and he just told me one thing. We left the door open. That's it. That's the more I can tell you. Did you shoot any scenes beyond what we see on the show? Uh, That was the only scene I mentioned in audition. Okay. On the safe as of Satna, which was, from my point of view, a very good scene. Yeah. And I believe other actors were auditioned with that scene. Not the um, famous episode. Right, right. Pine Barrens. Um, Pine Barrens. Any memories that you can share 
from the day filming Pine Barrens? First of all, how many days of filming was it? And any memories, any recollections, anything you'd like to share with listeners about that day or days? Well, first of all, <laughs> we were shooting, we were shooting in the snow forest. And what was uncomfortable when you run in the forest, you don't know what's under the snow. So, yeah. you can step on something, which I know, I believe Mike Imperioli stepped on something and really kind of felt unpleasant. Uh, my legs were slippery and I get <laughs> big exercise. So, I believe we're shooting for two days. Okay. Uh, one day was uh, particularly big in gray, the grave. And uh, second was uh, second, and deep in the grave and one, I believe, maybe. I don't remember that. And next day was the thing when I was in the trunk and, you know, tied up by those two bad gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, and that was second day. Second day was very relaxing day. Okay. For me. Because they said they're supposed to shoot more running through the forest, but I said, no, please, no. It really was unpleasant to run through the forest because, again, as I said, you never know when you step on. Yeah. That's it's true. It's... Under the snow. And uh, you see, I've been. Uh, the funny thing, I've been visiting uh, this place where we were shooting, the set. Yeah. Uh, by accident. I didn't know that's the set. Long time ago, maybe three, four years after the Sopranos was released, uh, one friend of mine, he um, said, yeah, let's go hiking there. And he, he said, where? There. Okay, I know the place. He went there. He didn't know there's a Sopranos place. And I said, wait a second, it looks familiar to me. <laughs> Come on, this is the place where we're shooting. That's where I dug the grave, and that's where I ran. That's where the van was near the lake. So I, I recognized the place. By accident, again, I never tried to return to the place where we were shooting. Yeah. Interesting. That was maybe kind of coincidence. But later on, I've been there many times, and they redecorate the landscape, and there's no such place anymore. They made a parking lot there. So. <laughs> oh, man, that's unfortunate. Well, nothing stays forever. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's very true. technically, I've been there, and I, I saw it, and I was like, wait a second, it's very familiar to me. Oh, of course, because right by that was kind of an animal cemetery, very old, I believe so, like. Mm. Kind of uh, forgotten already abandoned in the forest. And I said, what is it? It cannot, it cannot be at the place. Any interactions or encounters with uh, David Chase that you can share? What were your impressions <laughs> of him? Um, well, it was funny. Once, before we were going to shoot, uh, we were going to shoot this episode on balance. Uh, and before we were shooting, actually, uh, save us all, save us all from Satan power. It was a funny session with me and the Romanian actor who played my boss, Slava. Slava, right? Uh, at the HB studio, 
And I came, and Kibushere came, and made a shooting, and I met the guy in the corridor dressed like homeless, some kind of cheap uh, wardrobe, and uh, really for winter. And he said to me, okay, be ready. Soon you're going to be there. <laughs> I didn't get it. What about the guy? I didn't realize that was David Chase, by the way. Oh, wow. Because uh, we never met. Personally, shook hands. First time I saw him in life when I was auditioning for the role. And they were sitting behind the light. Very yeah. good light. Not like regular audition, like a set light. Yeah. And I didn't see any faces there. <laughs> and uh, when I met this guy, so who the hell is this guy? The word came out. <laughs> and I was very chased. Amazing. When we first spoke, I reached out to you a, a little over a month ago to do this with me. And again, I'm very appreciative of your time. When we first spoke, I remember you said something to me uh, about bringing up, I was bringing up old ghosts. Was this show a positive experience for you, looking back? Of course, it's a positive experience. Okay. It's a great experience, actually, for me. You see, uh, when, you, when you're an actor, there's always gambling when you audition for the role. Yeah. You never know. And you can see this is your role, definitely, and you wouldn't even get a, get a callback. And you see, this is definitely not my role. This is no way. And no, it, it is a way. See, I'm very, very positive experience. It just shows me that um, you never know how the uh, table can be turned. Yeah. Yeah. I never actually seriously thought I would play in Sopranos. Never. I know kind of Italian type guys, um, actors, they were very anxious to get any role, whatever, but to be there. It's kind of famous show, everything great. But for myself, I never considered myself kind of teaching this particular. Um, so, this is the vision of the very chase, how he saw me. Because I know that for sure, I will not tell you from where, but I know for sure that his decision, thousand percent his decision. So I appreciate him for that. Yeah, not only were you on the show, but you're on what's considered to be the best episode of the show, the most popular episode of the show, to, for sure. And also this 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 uh, mythology of your character, um, you know, uh, is he the is he the person who comes at the end of the series to take revenge on Tony? Um, HBO never officially declared him dead, and there was all of this uh, backlash that David Chase got because he wasn't specific enough, and I read that he decided, he knows the answer, obviously, he created the show, he said he knows the answer, but he never will tell anybody because he didn't like the the reaction from the fans. Too many fans were too angry about it. Um, and it's amazing, you're a part you're a part of that history forever. I know, and my grace will be fine. This guy from Sopranos, absolutely, for sure. At least somebody will put that side. If I will ever have any grace, <laughs> in, in, well, in the future. You know what? It's pretty cool. Yeah, technically, it's really uh, people still come over me and express their kind of 
Niceness to me. Yeah. Nice. You know, when you're... And your character was actually your character was actually a good guy because if you see the storyline, he has to hand over the money and he hands over the money without complaining and he was provoked and um, you know it's a, it's an unfortunate it's an unfortunate ending or as as many people think it's unending I think that uh, that Valerie's still out there at large you know we just we'll never know. Um, the way it's my suggestion speculation yeah. It's not on the way like David Chase planned the line of the character. Because that was written by the Terry Winter. Yeah. Uh, nobody expected like that was like that, first of all. Second, regarding the statement that a nice guy, yeah, in this particular uh, material which was put on the screen. Yeah, I'm very nice guy, but uh, but the previous episode, which never been shot, the scene, wouldn't show me is a very nice character. Oh, I see. It so, would be some kind of something, I wouldn't say terrible, but um, probably would not be accepted as a very nice character. Interesting. Sometimes I felt, okay, why mm. did I throw those lime in the garbage um, with that particular part of the script which I had for the audition? Not just me, I think many people who audition, they had this line, those lines. Yeah. Do you know there's this? I don't remember we signed or not the disclosure for the script, but that was first time was very secretive meeting for the region because I've been in the region for the Pine uh, Barrens. I wasn't in the region for Safe as all for certain powers. They said I couldn't because I was signed for the standing. But it's a sad job. I couldn't cancel it, you know, without controversy with the. Promise. Are you a fan of the show? I would say I'm not a kind of I don't like what fan of the show. Uh, any show. I didn't watch all episodes. I just watched a couple of them from all all Sopranos. Because uh the great action, great cast, everything great. But it's not really mine that you know, I like to watch. If you if you know what I mean. Sure, absolutely. Uh, I really enjoy everything there. But we kind of, this is purely Italian uh, mobsters in the United States and uh, all the history like Godfather, uh, a variation of the Godfather. Yeah. Put it this way. And from the different angles, different colors, but the essence is the same. Yeah. So I wouldn't say I'm just sitting and watching. I don't know. Not because I don't like it, just because it's not really very mine. Sure, of course, it's not your taste. It's not your not your interest. I just give you an example. I just you know I'm watching like Ripley Street from Netflix. Yeah, this is English production. Yeah, yeah. You probably know about it. Uh, it's not my style. Also, it's sometimes too heavy to watch because brilliant cast, super brilliant. Brilliant actors, but sometimes they kind of forgot where where they are in the theater, on the screen, and they're written a certain way. But I enjoy it, but I can't get too much. I can watch like 20 minutes, and after that I stop. You were also in The Americans. Were you a fan of The Americans? Uh, honestly, I didn't watch Americans. Okay. Uh, one episode, maybe. Okay. Not because I'm tired of First of all, you know, uh, Vic, I don't 
have a cable because I had a cable many years, but I'm not really a big TV watcher. Yeah. Yeah. I like to watch uh, mostly what I got on DVD, you know, or stream. I don't watch too much TV either. The only thing I watch is The Sopranos. <laughs> and, I, and I talk to people that were on it, and it's one of the great treasures of my life. So it's been fun. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.